ScottSJWelfare.com, Final Days Report, Episode 294, Today's VCast. We're going to cover four efforts to take down free speech on the net by politicians, the FCC, and other movements that are just pure communism, pure deception, left and right, so-called free speech experts, wings of the same bird. Plus, ATF, my friends, they're going after your guns as the borders are wide open. And then how does this as well fit Netanyahu in this big picture? Borders are wide open. All these terror cells are here. We've allowed millions and millions of Chinese military-aged men and women, probably PLA, here in the United States. And then all of a sudden, they're trying to take away our guns. And oh, by the way, where are the 1.3 billion Hollow point bullets that are illegal in the Geneva Convention that Obama's DHS purchased. Where are they? That explode. When this bullet hits you, it explodes. We're being set up, my friends. An army is being established here in the United States. But let's read. ATF director calls for assault weapons ban, but won't define the term. This is from bearingarms.com. Borders wide open. Terror cells admitted in the news. 1.3 billion rounds that are illegal in the Geneva Convention. Obama purchased, where are they? An army is being set up here, my friends. We're being set up. And then World War III is happening. And people will say to me, well, the government would never do that. If the government loved you, they'd take fluoride out of the water that causes cancer and lowers IQ, according to Harvard. They would reverse the 1986 Vaccine Immunization Act that allows for pharmaceutical companies to bypass being sued. And then all of a sudden we have all these diseases ramping up. I just read an article that said your life expectancy is shorter than ever. CDC whistleblower said that vaccines for sure causes autism, old school vaccines. I mean, it's just evil. They'd stop chemtrailing us. Now they're priming us in the pump. Hey, we need to chemtrail to stop global warming. It's getting cooler out there. Only 4% of the atmosphere is carbon dioxide. If it gets to 2%, the world dies. It's all a lie, my friends. I'm seeing articles of suppression of natural medicine. They're going to go after the vitamins and minerals. If the government loved you, they'd be promoting vitamins and minerals. I mean, obviously, Carrie is going around saying we need to do something about farms. What a joke. What, they want to starve you out? It's insanity, my friends. If the government loved you, they would actually reverse the reversal of the Smith-Munt Act that prevented media that's consolidated six companies, 95% of all media run by six companies, roughly. They would reverse the reversal of the Smith-Munt Act that allows the media to lie to you. Can't make this stuff up, my friends. If the government loved you, they'd shut down the perversion of our kids. I read an article that said Putin will not allow GMO or all these really wicked chemicals on their farmland. They want organic farming. What is going on, my friends? And now they're going to control free speech. I mean, you know what's a lie when the Federal Reserve Bank is not federal and has no reserves from the 1913 Act run by a private bank, my friends. Now, here's where it gets interesting in the big picture. So they're going after guns. They've established open borders for terror cells or people of the Muslim faith. And now they, the 
as we've documented early days, we documented it was a stand down, this terror attack by Hamas. Hamas was created by Israel. It was a stand down for the for the butchering of the Israeli people. Israeli people are just pawns in the game with the synagogue of Satan. And now they're blowing up and decimating Gaza. We're watching a genocide. So I always wondered with Zechariah 14, God puts a hook in the armies of the world to go against Jerusalem. What could cause that? There are many factors, but a genocide could be a big one. So is that what we're watching right now? Time will tell, my friends. But the people of Israel can't stand Netanyahu. I just thought this was interesting. Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu, whose credibility has hit rock bottom with less than 4% of Jewish Israelis trusting him as a reliable source of information, according to a new poll published Tuesday by Bar Elan University researcher Gail Yevetz. I did a lot of market research as a director of marketing and uh, director of innovation. A 500 uh, poll size, as long as it's um, randomly representative, meaning you take you take a pool of people and you randomly pull them out, it's a statistically relevant number of people to do this uh, survey, and 4% is terrible. If I saw uh, results of 4% of, a let's say, a new innovation I was testing, I'd throw it away. I'd take a match to it. Now, the disappointing part of the study is they do have a 70% trust rate within this article of some IDF general. But I wonder, I wonder why the people hate Netanyahu. I mean, he's been around forever, but he pushed the as the days of Noah devil juice, this genocide juice, with 99% of the population of Israel. And if you go back to the Deagle report, 60% of the people of Israel are going to be sacrificed. 77% of the people by 2025 in the United States, according to the Deagle Report, this think tank, and the Western nations are the same. So what's happening here, my friends? And it, all of this reminds me of this order out of chaos, my central banker dream, where you're going to start seeing Jews around the world getting sacrificed. They need to turn the narrative of this genocide where all of a sudden people start feeling sorry for Israel of what they're doing to the people of Gaza and start to rally behind them. All why they pull our guns away. If you're in a Christian Zionist church, I would make sure that you have security because they are going to have their Manchurian candidates coming after you. And then they're going to try to take the guns even further. I mean, this is, this is diabolical. Ultimately, burn it all down, bring in the Antichrist, with this transhumanism agenda. Now, many people have covered this. I regret not jumping on it early, but Nikki Haley is one piece of work. And the reason why I'm covering her is I subscribe to a end of days news ministry uh, telegram account and they play this video and everybody's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's a psyop. You need to think big picture. You need to think ID 2020, that is this B system where you can't do anything and eventually be a biometric ID where everything will be in you, this transhumanism playbook. This stifles free speech. This, she's creating a problem out of nothing. Let's, let's just play it. When I get into office, the first thing we have to do, social media accounts, social media companies, they have to show America their algorithms. Let us see why they're pushing what they're pushing. The second thing is every person on social media should be verified by their name. That's, first of all, it's a national security threat. When you do that, 
all of a sudden people have to stand by what they say. And it gets rid of the Russian bots, the Iranian bots, and the Chinese bots. And then you're going to get some civility when people know their name is next to what they say. Accountability. And they know their pastor and their family member is going to see it. It's going to help our kids and it's going to help our country. It's insanity. Absolute insanity. And the government will know everything that you say, priming the social credit scores, tracking everything you do. It's, it's a big brother nightmare. And again, this digital identity, you can't do anything without your digital identity. You can't buy food. You can't get financial services, healthcare, telecommunications, get on social platforms, e-government, e-commerce, humanitarian response, travel and mobility, you won't be able to do anything. Society will be shut off. Mark of the beast system. And she is pushing this either by design or she's just a fool. One of the other. A puppet. And then you overlay the UN sustainable goals that will flat out enslave you, my friends. Check out UN 17 sustainable goals decoded on sjwellfire.com if you really want to unlock that. Now, it's not just her. It was Trump that did this. Trump brought us 5G, 6G that destroys the cells. They put up a 5G, 6G tower. All of a sudden, all the bees and bugs start dying. They're cleansing everything. But I'll never forget this. Trump uh, was giving a speech and he's like, we need to actually have biometric data with the migrants coming in. No, just get the military on the border and shut down the borders. They could stop the invasion in five seconds. We don't need a biometric ID system to track the illegals. Just don't let them in. All by design, my friends. It's just another example of how we're getting played in this theater of politics. Freedom cities from Trump. Freedom cities are 15-minute cities. Let no man deceive you, my friends. All right, let's continue. It, all of this reminds me of Bill Gates, Bill Gates pushing ID2020. And I'm going to play a video where the World Bank Group, they have a new marketing campaign called 50 in 5, implementing digital infrastructure. Bill Gates funded 50 in 5 advocacy campaign launched the 8th of November to advance the implementation of digital public infrastructure in collaboration with the World Bank. Their aim by 2028, 50 countries to accelerate digital identity. So we have these politicians pushing digital identity. And then we actually have Bail Gates with the World Bank. All of this then ties to your central bank digital currency. It's your digital enslavement. Let's roll it. So now we must ensure country leaders have the tools and expertise they need to make this work. That's why our foundation is proud to support 50 in 5 alongside the World Bank and other partners. It's an example of collaboration, innovation, and smart investment. And it builds on the bank's Identification for Development initiative, which has been meeting the steady demand from countries to modernize ID and civil registration systems. By 2028, more than 500 million more people will have a digital identity that allows them to access employment and education opportunities more easily, as well as financial services, healthcare, and government programs. 500 million slaves, basically. You'll be able to not buy or sell without the mark of the beast. 
this is them rolling this out. They'll launch again the central bank digital currency that is a programmable voucher. All of this flat out sounds good on paper, but there's evil behind it, my friends. Now let's talk RFK Jr. The one thing with RFK, and I've mentioned, I did a podcast on him where I called out the good, the bad, the ugly. And the one thing I've noticed a lot with him being a crusader against vaccine damage, you know, you tip your hat to a lot of the work that he's done, calling out Fauci, wrote a book about some of the evils behind Fauci. But I've listened closely to how he ripped on vaccines. And oftentimes some some of the interviews, he'd say, I'm not against vaccines. I'm just against mercury and vaccines. We did a podcast, maybe the top 20 podcasts uh, in our history of the ingredients in vaccines. And I'm talking old school vaccines, wicked. It wasn't just mercury. There were a whole laundry list of toxic substances in these poison pokes. And again, it's not even the uh, corona one, the gene defilement as the days of Noah. This was just pure toxicity, the old school poison pokes. So here's where it gets interesting with RFK Jr. allegedly had affairs with 37 women in 2001. Sounds like he had a problem, my friends. The NSA still has nothing on the New York Post, which used all of its demon tabloid powers to somehow acquire a journal that Robert F. Kennedy Jr. allegedly kept in 2001. Most titillating, it includes a log of the women he had sex with behind the back of his wife, Mary Richardson Kennedy, who killed herself last year, unfortunately, supposedly, in the midst of the couple's divorce and reportedly found the journal at some point. Now, Sounds wicked. It absolutely sounds wicked. So this guy's a sex fiend, or he was. And all of a sudden, he's flying on the Epstein airplane, Loita Express. Stunning betrayal. How many times did Zionist Robert F. Kennedy Jr. ride on the Epstein Loita Express? What kind of dirt do they have on this guy? Here's a post. Here's RFK Jr., the scum, calling for Harvard to sack students essentially under the guise of anti-Semitism, so-called free speech warrior. And I don't condone calling him a scum. I'm just reading a tweet from Nuno Marquez. It's unbelievable, my friends. It's unbelievable. Is RFK Jr. Epstein? Because he's talking about free speech, and then it goes on to talk about, in this article from Health Impact News and the Burning Platform, how he's agreeing that Harvard should shut down free speech and protests. And the article goes on to talk about how Bill Aikman's open letter to the president of Harvard demanding censorship of speech on campus is, just to be clear, is really obnoxious because it's not talking about physical assaults or threats of violence against Jewish students. It's just talking about free speech to eliminate free speech. I wonder if he actually got a phone call. How can you turn a 180? I'm for free speech and I'm against free speech. And then he's hanging out with Epstein. And then he had a sex problem. Hmm. Smells like a limited hangout to me. All right, that's why I did this podcast. Next two stories, the FCC Equity Act. I mean, we're dealing with 
a communist takedown of the United States. And I just read how the SCC went after Odyssey. And uh, I think it's called Library is their uh, parent company. They don't want you to have freedom. Let's read. The proposal is based on a one-page section of the 2021 Infrastructure Investment of the Jobs Act, Infrastructure Act, which was signed by President Biden in August 2023. The section titled Digital Equity. Whenever they say equity, it's not equitable. Whenever they say Federal Reserve Bank, it's not federal and has no reserves. It's always reverse. Department of Defense, Department of Offensive Weaponry. The section call titled Digital Equity calls for the FCC to adopt rules that would ensure that all Americans have access to affordable, reliable, and high-quality broadband services. The proposal would classify broadband as a Title II telecommunications service, which means that it would be subject to some common carrier regulations such as non-discrimination, privacy, and consumer protection. I'm sure that's already there. This would also restore net neutrality rules that were adopted during the Obama administration and repealed during the Trump administration, which prohibit internet service providers, ISPs, from blocking, throttling, or favoring certain online content or applications. The proposal would also give FCC a broad authority to regulate almost every aspect of how the internet operates, such as how ISPs allocate capital and where they build, what services and prices they offer to consumers, how they market and advertise their services, this communist takedown of the net, and what discounts and promotions they provide. The FCC could also have the power to regulate ISP service termination terms, credit checks, account history, and account termination. The proposal is opposed by some FCC commissioners, ISPs, and other critics who argue that it is a sweeping, unprecedented, and unlawful power grab that would harm innovation, competition, and consumer choice, and probably censorship. They claim that the proposal is based on a vague and ambiguous section of the Infrastructure Act and does not authorize the FCC to implement such a radical regulatory regime. They also contend that the proposal would impose burdensome and unnecessary regulation on ISPs, which could increase costs building and maintaining broadband infrastructure, especially in rural and underserved areas. The next one, the communist takedown, is the Safe Tech Act. When When they call it safe, it's unsafe. The Safe Tech Act is anything but safe. From this article, the latest bid to amend Section 230 would threaten free speech and creators' ability to monetize content while also subjecting tech companies to a flood of frivolous lawsuits. You think about this corrupt courts. I want you to think about this when I read this. Corrupt courts, this playbook. Think about what happened with the pandemic where you couldn't criticize and everybody that criticized now were right. This is a control before they launch the next pandemic to control everything. And I did a VCAST where uh, a buddy of mine showed me a missile. I took, I filmed his cell phone and the videos were wiped off my uh, cell phone. When I, when I read this and studied this, it just reminds me of the complete shutdown of the internet. They're trying to do it legally. They're probably already doing it. Let's read the Safe Tech Act is proposed legislation that aims to reform Section 230, a law that protects online platforms from being sued for the content posted by their users. See, you got to sit back and say, what's hate speech? By me criticizing the genocide of people in Gaza is not hate speech. It's just a fact. The bill was reintroduced in the Senate and the House in February 2023 by a group of Democratic senators 
Uh, no kidding. The bill would limit the liability protection for online platforms in cases involving ads or paid content, injunctive relief, civil rights violations, antitrust violations, cyber stalking, harassment, discrimination, and other harms. So cyber stalking would be, let's say that you say that uh, what RFK Jr. did having sex with 31 women is bad or homosexual sex or decapitating children's private parts is wicked, or poisoning our kids with the toxic soup in our food and water is bad, and air. I'm blowing the trumpet. I'm not cyber-stalking anyone. The bill's sponsors argue that the bill would make the internet safer for users and hold the platforms accountable for enabling harmful or illegal behavior. I follow this podcaster, Call for Uprising, once in a while. And he did a podcast where he actually got a strike where the story, I think it was this janitor was poisoning people. They arrested him and they found child porn on his computer and he was ripping on this behavior. And YouTube gave him a strike for bullying. What? He's calling out evil. That's where this is going, my friends. Continue. However, some critics contend that the bill would undermine free speech, innovation, and user empowerment and that it would create legal uncertainty and inconsistency for online platforms. Just another example of a communist takedown, my friends. All evil must come to light. And I think we're watching 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 5, and it says, Therefore judge nothing before the time until the Lord come, who both will bring to light the hidden things of darkness, so we're seeing the, the hidden things of darkness being exposed and will make manifest the counsels of the hearts and then shall every man have praise of God. I had, uh, this is an end of days news ministry where we believe in Acts 2. Old men will have dreams, young people will have visions. And just this last week, I had two different dreams that were the same. My first dream, I'm sitting at a restaurant and they were kept on serving me rotten fish because my goal is to save souls. Jews, Gentiles, Muslims, atheists, agnostics, Satanists. Satanists have come to Christ with this ministry. And I'm like, why haven't we saved more people? And so I was being served rotten fish. Then the next day I had a similar dream at the same restaurant. And this uh, person, a friend of mine, highly educated, super smart, Mensa smart, uh, Liberals all get, get out rich, liberal and rich, but will cheat on her taxes, uh, do everything possible to gain on her taxes, but liberal. And in my mind, I'm like, why bother giving her the gospel? She's so far gone that just about every topic, we're 180 from each other. And she was sitting next to me. Kind of where the day before the rotten fish were coming. Then she was sitting next to me and engaged with me. And in my spirit, something major happened. Some sort of major event. Maybe it was a nuke went off. Maybe a ship was destroyed. I don't know. I'm speculating here. Maybe another pandemic. And then my dream, then, you know, I was just like, really? In, in, in my dream, I'm like, really? I, I'm need to give her the gospel? She's so far gone. And then my dream went to a faucet where the water was not flowing. It might've been flowing at one-tenth the speed, you know, and the water represents the Holy Ghost. 
And it was like I was shutting off an opportunity to give her the gospel. So maybe this is a message for, for you. Um, you know, I was cautious with her as well, because it says in the end of days, what family and friends will turn in Christians. Like I always pegged her as somebody that would turn me in <laughs> on my beliefs. Cause uh, so brainwashed. This person thinks NPR is real and the mainstream news is real, you know, not doing psyops on us. And I think the Lord was rebuking me that give everybody a shot because we're going to have to be accountable for that. And the one thing as well, too, is I've, I've been praying for people that are just so close-minded to bind the demons that are in them and loosen God's angels so that they at least acknowledge the truth to plant seeds and then let the Holy Ghost uh, work his magic with them in their lives. So I thought I would share we're living in wild times, my friends, and maybe as the web gets shut down with the FCC, with the uh, SMART Act, SAFE Act, that's not smart, with our politicians going and pushing us towards ID 2020, with a RFK Jr., you know, obviously I don't think he'll become president, but pushing for free speech and all of a sudden pushing to censor, it's a joke. Are all our leaders Epstein? I wonder, my friends. You think Trump is good? I remember we did a V-cast where we played some interviews where some women saw Trump going in and out of the Epstein mansion. And this witness said that Epstein told Trump she is not for you. And she said this girl was young. So Trump might want to do good things, but he gave us Project Warp Speed father of the vaccine, the poison poke, and they had to invent a new saying called SADS, sudden adult death syndrome. 40% increase in death rate, 18 to 65 year olds, according to insurance companies. And they're going to keep this wave going as they give the control to the who. Great time to be alive. Do me a favor, share this. Pray for this ministry. Sign up for our newsletter alerts. I probably send them out once a week. I might start doing more content on the website, trying to build the website out and to stop suppression of the, to stop censorship of the message. So God bless. Thank you.